0: You know, from time to time, we get to interview some really special individuals. And uh, the next individual is Roman Harper. Uh, Roman uh, grew up in Prattville, Alabama, was an outstanding high school player for Bill Clark at Prattville, actually played quarterback for Bill, highly recruited uh, and played four years at Alabama was an outstanding contributor there, went on to play for the Saints and the Carolina Panthers, and and uh, currently he is in national media, and uh, I'll let him talk to you about what he's doing now. But I want to welcome to our show today uh, Roman Harper. Roman, how are you? I'm doing well,
1: Ronnie. How are you doing, uh, Mr. Lee? Nice to meet you guys. uh to meet you as well.
0: Roman, I really appreciate you coming on. Back when... Uh, you were growing up in Prattville, Alabama. I mean, y'all turned that program around, and now it's a, you know, a, a traditional power. Did you grow up being an Alabama fan?
1: No, not at all. Um, both of my parents attended Alabama State University, so I grew up loving HBCU football, and I didn't know much about Alabama football. You know, of course, you you saw it on TV, but. Um, it wasn't like I was involved with the program or grew up rooting for them. I was all about being a uh the the Alabama State uh the fighting hornets. So that's what I was all about. Um and then as you grow up you start to get recruiting, um you fall in love with your own process and you know, and I, I chose Alabama and it literally was the best decision I ever made. Uh, especially seeing what all the program and university has done since I left. You know, a lot of it's it's amazing when to see the dollars uh, and how many new people want to come to a winning program?
0: Now, when you were recruited, did you recruit? Did you uh, did you commit early, or did you go through the whole process?
1: No, no, uh, Coach Crosser. I, I went through the whole process. So mine was I, I went through the It went some crazy times. So Mike Dubose's staff offered me uh, first uh, going into my senior year. Uh, they offered me. They recruited me heavily. Uh, Alabama just came off the. Uh, SEC championship game in 1999. Then 2000, they were awful. Mike Dubos gets fired, and um, and then lo and behold, uh, Dennis Franchoni comes in and they continue to recruit me just as, just as hard or heavier. Uh, Chris Thurman, my uh, cornerbacks coach at the time, I, I found like I, it seemed like every week he was at my house, uh, you know, my mom's cooking food for him. He loved it, he loved coming by and stopping by the house because my mom always would you know, be cooking or doing something, and uh, we still talk to this day. And so I chose Alabama over Auburn. It came down to those two at the end. Uh, my brother had just went to Troy State University the year before, so my mom asked me to stay close because uh, they don't like missing games. So that was my decision. I chose Alabama over Auburn. And I chose Alabama for three reasons. Number one, um, Alabama was Nike, and Auburn was Russell Athletic at the time, and I had Russell Athletic in high school, so I was ready to upgrade. Number two, the the colors, my Alabama's colors are closer or similar to what I had in Prattville, so I knew I'd look good because I was used to it. Uh, I just didn't know about the blue and orange and white. It was like different to me. And then number three, uh, my DB coach, who I mentioned earlier, Chris Thurman, was a big influence on me, and uh, I, I really, really enjoyed spending time with him. So those are my three reasons, and that's why I ended up at Alabama.
0: Well, and, you know, you I was on the staff with Coach Dubose, and I remember you – I mean, you were actually playing quarterback for Prattville High School at the time, knowing that probably your future was going to be somewhere else. How was the transition, and did you think – was there a chance that you might play quarterback in college, or was it strictly you were going to play on the defensive side? Yeah,
1: in my mind, I was always going to be a defensive back. Like, I had never – I didn't even want to play quarterback. Coach Carton just made me do it because it would help the team out, and I was just like, okay, whatever's going to help the team be better. I'll do it. I never had dreams or aspirations to play quarterback. I just ended up being a really good athlete, and I could throw the ball and and make some things happen. I had some really good players around me, but my mindset, I was always going to be a defensive back. I got recruited because of my defensive back ability, but I, I, I did notice how much more people, uh, how much more attention and how much more the newspapers can fall in love with you, though, when you start throwing touchdowns and scoring. So that was a big difference to me. Like, man, I never had this much attention before until I started scoring touchdowns.
0: Well, you careered Alabama. Now, you had success there. You you won awards. Do you have a favorite memory of your time from Alabama?
1: Um, Honestly, it was probably just, it it didn't have much to do with on-the-field stuff. It's a lot of, off the field stuff, but I'll tell you one of the best stories, and this is like, like, this is what it is to play football at Alabama, so I made the big play against Tennessee, where well, I caused the fumble, helped us win the game, this, that, and the other, and everybody's really excited, and uh, I had this English class once, once a week on Monday, sorry if you hear my son, he's talking, he's trying to direct me somewhere, my two-year-old, he's home from school today, well, anyway, so I had this one class once a week, and so I make the big play Saturday. And it was Monday. I don't know what happened. I, like, I was young, man. I didn't go to class. In the following week, I think I was late, or I didn't go again. Anyways, i had been a couple of while. Man, when I finally showed up, um, they gave me a standing ovation as soon as I came in the door. And, uh, and I apologized because I missed class, and, I, and they had seen me play. And they were like, oh, it's okay. Like, but every time we saw the door open, you know, been waiting in anticipation, we just wanted to celebrate you. So, um, that is what it's like to play football in Alabama, especially when you do it at a high level.
0: It is a special place. We're talking to Roman Harper, former New Orleans Saint, former Crimson Tider, and Prattville High School uh, player. Uh, I I do want to ask you, though, did you, when you were at Prattville, did you have aspirations of being in the NFL, or were you just enjoying playing?
1: You know, uh, Coach Costwell, I mean, of course, every kid dreams of. You know, trying to play in the NFL or having these aspirations, but I'd be lying to you if I thought if I told you that like I thought it was going to happen. Um, you know, it's just so difficult to um, to imagine doing something like that when nobody in your hometown has actually accomplished that. You don't know anybody that's done that. We had one guy, Kevin Turner, God rest his soul, who passed away a few years ago from ALS that had gone on to the league. My father coached him. I grew up a big fan of Kevin Turner, but he didn't look like me. He's a white fullback. So uh, it's just a little bit different to imagine how you're going to accomplish something that nobody else has accomplished. And, you know, I was just happy to be playing football. I I went to college thinking I was going to be able to get a scholarship, get a free education, and that's what I was mainly focused on. And my mom always told me, you know, you know, If you go to these schools, like don't just let them get everything out of you. Make sure you get something out of them as well. And that was the education. So I wanted to make sure I got my degree. And then, according to my senior year, I was, I was invited out to Phoenix, Arizona, and I was a Playboy All-American. And they said the year before, uh, 22 out of the 25 guys, and that's including the coach and an academic guy, had went in the first three rounds in the NFL. And that's why they picked this team the most NFL-ready guys in college. And at that point, I was like, so you saying I'm going to play in the league? And they were like, yes, you will. Just don't mess it up. I, and so from there on, I was all focused in, and I knew I had a drink to so play in the you, league. Uh, but that wasn't until literally my senior year in college. So
0: that's when you realized you had an opportunity. Now, take me through take me through the draft. Uh, you, were, you were selected by the Saints uh, in, in the draft. What was your anticipation there? Did you think you would go as high as you did, or were you just happy to be there?
1: Coach, you kind of know me. You know, I'm just kind of happy to be there. I, I, I didn't anticipate anything. Uh, my only expectations were like no expectations. My agent at the time, um, who's still like one of my great friends, it was just not. I'm just not playing ball. He's not, I don't consider him my agent anymore. So, um, but he had told me I could go. He had got you know reports from every team, all from a second round pick all the way down to a fifth round pick, just because based upon need and some other things and. So I had stopped partying, I didn't drink, I didn't do anything for like months leading up to the draft because I wanted to be all in, I wanted to put every, every egg I had into this because it was the goal that I wanted, I didn't want any kind of disappointment, and I wanted to make sure I stayed out of trouble and you know keep myself clean, um, that's an important part of this whole process, and so literally the night before the draft, I man, I kicked the ball out of the park, I went very hard, Like I, that was my first night out in months, and I was in Tuscaloosa, and so I partied my butt off, and it was, of course, all my friends and everybody, we keep each other safe. And then uh, I woke up right as the first round was starting in Tuscaloosa, showered, drove home an hour and 15 minutes to, uh, to Prattville. Second round was about to start. I was sitting on my couch about 15 minutes, 20 minutes or so. I was just playing on my uh, T-Mobile sidekick. And then next thing you know, my mom said I got a, call, a phone call to the house. And I didn't know who it was because – like who would call my parents house. but um, but it was Mickey Loomis and Sean Payton. They told me they were going to draft me. I talked to them for like two or three minutes, hung up the phone, and didn't say a thing because I heard stories about people saying they're going to draft you and then they don't draft you. I think that happened to Brody Grohl my same year, um, a little bit later than me. And and so I, and then next you know your name scrolls across the bottom of the TV and everybody goes crazy. I didn't want to party. I didn't have people over and all that stuff just because. I didn't know when I was going to get drafted, so um, just humbly, I was just happy to do there, be there, and just hang out with my family and have a good time. Actually,
0: well, Roman, you've been a blessing for you've been a blessing for all of us, and I want to thank you for joining us today, and I hope you'll be with us again.
1: Hey, Roman, before this is Lee. Now, before you let you go, he you mentioned your broadcasting career. What's your role now with ESPN SEC, and, and when can we get to see you? So uh, appreciate that, Lee. And uh, well, I work on I'm on SEC Network full time. Well, not full time, but you know, whenever they ask me to, I cover college football through SEC Network. We have a show, SEC Nation, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central Time. We go to different campuses. It's like college game day, but for the SEC. It's a great show. It's me, Laura Rutledge, is our quarterback, Tim Tebow, uh, Jordan Rogers, and of course, the great Paul Feinbaum. I really enjoy the people I work with. It's amazing to get to see these campuses because when I was getting recruited, I didn't see any of these places. So it's been really cool to get to know the environment, how the fans react, and how they treat us is amazing. Uh, they, it's really, really cool. And then also uh, I have a podcast through the NFL called uh, NFL Players Second Act Podcast. Me and Charles P. Tillman, we interview different uh former players that are now all doing different things, whether it's coaching, whether it's being on TV like I'm doing. Uh, We've had all kinds of Hall of Famers, former coaches, former players doing amazing things, and it's really, really cool that the NFL continues to support us, and not only us, but show love to other players that are doing great things inside, not only their own community, but within their lives, being fathers and doing other things. So it's really cool with some of the things I'm doing. And I want to continue to progress in this space. It's been a really, really cool deal. And I was a person that always said I would never do media. Media is nothing but the, the enemy because all they do is turn your words as athletes. But it really is truth brokers out there. and We really want to try and uh, elevate other players because I've done it. I, want, I know what it's like. I want to continue to just, you know, widen the gap and spread the word for other great people doing things too. Roman, thank you ever so much. I mean, there's so much we we could do three hours with you, and it wouldn't be enough. And hopefully I'll see you down in Destin for the SEC uh, spring meetings. If they send you down there, and they should. <sighs> They normally do. I hope I get to go to Destin this year, too. All I hope right. I so. I'll tell you this. He's easy to spot. He's the best dressed on the uh,
0: definitely. podium. Easily. Definitely. Oh, he is. Definitely. He, he, he makes Paul and Tebow and the others look oh, like yeah. they just got off the boat. He's, he's sharp. <laughs> well, keep working with Paul and Tebow if you can. I, I will definitely do that, guys. Thank Appreciate you. you so much. Thanks,
1: Thanks for Norman. having me as always. And uh, stay in touch, man. I'll keep trying to pour into your young guys as well. So thank, thank you. Thank you so
0: much. Roman